Welcome back to the Heirs of Christ podcast. I am uh, Pastor Paige. And I'm Pastor Megan. Welcome back. We're so glad that you're with us this week. It is 1989 week. It is 1989 Taylor's Version week. Happy Taylor's Version to all who celebrate. Right. And it's really exciting. This is the first one that came out while we've been recording. I know. It was so fun when we figured out what each week was going to be to realize that 1989 was going to land right after the re-release. We wish that was going to be the same for Reputation, but we don't have that power to have it just in our hands next week. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be so cool. Right. But this week, it's all about 1989. Yes. And how fun to read her prologue to Mm -hmm. talk about who she was, what she was going through then. It gives us more information about what this era was for her. Yes, yes. So this era started in 2014. And the big thing that kicked off the era is if you read her prologue, which is sort of the neat new thank you note she's Mm -hmm. writing in all of the re-releases for the fans is that she talked about how she knew she needed a major transformation. And that major transformation was the chop of her hair. And I think I remember when the first picture debuted of her with her short hair and I was just like what are we getting here this is gonna be so good um and she did like 1989 is known for the short hair mm-hmm. well and even in the new artwork she mm-hmm. has her hair kind of artificially bobbed yes. to shorten it in the photography to kind of pay homage to that yes yes and you know but what woman hasn't chopped her hair off to Start a new transformation. Right, right. There may have been thoughts of it this week. Don't worry, I have not fully committed to doing that yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I already had a hair appointment scheduled, but yeah. not a major cut. Just no. refresh the color. Yes, exactly. So the color for this era, if you're watching, you can guess what it is. It's a light blue. Mm-hmm. Um, the years are 2014 to 2017. Um, she's a global pop sensation. Album. This is her first true pop album. Mm-hmm. As she said, Red just started touching on it, giving her some more sounds. In 1989, she wanted the 80s sounds right. to it. And so it's bolder. It's edgier. There's more subtle mm-hmm. information about people. We got more information about people from the vault tracks. Right. But I think the biggest thing that came from this 1989 era was the birth of the Taylor squad. Yes, the squad appears for the first time. Yes, yes. She even makes a joke about it in the liner notes about how people were thinking she was putting this cult together of all these gorgeous right. women that were just all of a sudden around her. The tyrannical hot girl cult. Yes, I yes, love it. Yes. Well, and having strong friendships is exactly mm-hmm. what we all need, right? Yeah. When yeah. everything is seems up in the air when when mm-hmm. things are changing around us and when we're yeah. doing a new thing right yes. yes i mean it's such a gift to have people with you when you're in that journey mm-hmm. and the other thing we realized about this era yeah. the most important thing the most important thing of the 1989 era is we met during we the 1989 we era and we didn't even realize we were both swifties mm-hmm. when we met we were more let's listen to hamilton as we're taking a four and a half hour bus ride from one end of cambodia to the other end right yeah 
And, but what a gift it, you know, is yeah. to, again, to have people around you. Yes. You were just kicking off your seminary journey. I was, that is definitely, when I looked at the years of this album, I was like, oh, I had a lot of life change from 2014 to 2017. Yeah. Because 2014 is when I got my call. I'm sorry. I finally accepted my call. As it goes. And stopped ignoring God. Mm -hmm. 2015 is when I started seminary. Okay. 2016 is when my grandma died. So that was a big life change. Mm -hmm. And 2017 is when we met. Right. So yeah. her whole entire 1989 era were major moments mm -hmm. in my life. And I just, yeah, this album, I forgot how good it is. Yeah. Like, I know it's good. I knew it was good. But just re-listening to it was just made it so much better. Well, given how much you went through with this yeah. album, did you have any verses out of this? Did I? <laughs> so if you guys remember from our very first episode when we introduced what this was, who we were going to be talking about and all that sort of stuff, we came up with our life verses. Mm -hmm. My life verse is actually from this album. That's so fun. Um, and I can say it is still my life verse after listening to okay. it right. um still love you are in love so much i think it was the song i was most excited to hear just mm. because i knew how much she has grown on her other albums from the re-releases but when she was record re-recording this we knew she was in relationships right we knew there was a little bit more emotion behind it and you could almost hear it yeah in the song and still my favorite lines are the um i think it's the you wonder why people write love songs and why i've spent my whole life mm -hmm. trying to put it into words and that still resonated and just the silence that comes was perfect mm. but i still remember i have two others that are from that first listen era I know places is the first one and the line is lines 23 and 24 loose lips sink ships all the damn time not this time mm. um i just thought of there are people you tell things to mm -hmm. and you know that's as far as they're gonna go right right you tell other people the same information and it just sort of goes all out right so I think we all have friends that we, there are friends mm -hmm. that we only tell them so much. Right. Or there are friends that we tell them everything. They know every deep, dark secret. They know everything about us. Mm -hmm. They've known our struggles. They've known our joys, our celebrations. And I just remember hearing this one of the first times. And I love how she sings it so fast. Right. And how it just melds into this because you know there's some right there's, there's a story there's something that someone found out something that they weren't supposed to or they found out something and then they let everyone know about right. it right and it's like she's realizing not this time yeah. i'm gonna know who my people are this time right and i think that's something you figure out as you grow up right and i know i definitely had those people when i started figuring out ministry mm -hmm. and figuring out my call is hey who all do i tell this to I know we had a lot of talks when we were in Cambodia yeah. together and like immediately knew Paige was a trusted person that I could, there were many nights when we'd be sitting on our beds and just dumping, right. like oh. just, you had just recently graduated seminary mm -hmm. not that long and we're serving in a church and, yep. 
I was just getting started. And I was sort of figuring out, do I want to do ordained ministry? I think I do what Mm -hmm. all is involved, all this sort of stuff. So our conversations helped. And I knew we're not going to sink any ships with our things. And then the other one, um, from the summer of 2019, I did what is known as CPE, which is clinical pastoral education. It's basically an internship, a pastor internship at a Mm -hmm. hospital. Right. And that is what I did the summer of 2019. It was a 45 minute drive from where I was living to Akron. Okay. This is the album I played nonstop. So I affectionately call it my CPE album as well. I love it. And one of the songs that just made me think of it as I was re-listening to it again and just remembering is out of the woods because there were many nights or days when I'd be leaving the hospital and I'd be like, are we out of the woods yet? Are we in the clear? And that are my lyrics, 14 and 15. Really, you could take it from any part of the choruses. Right, yeah. But it's, are we out of the woods yet? Are we in the clear yet? Mm. Have I done my hours? Have I met all the people I needed to? Is it time for the new thing? Is it time for the new thing? And if I only knew what was coming after 2019, I probably would have stuck myself in the woods for just a little bit longer. But yeah, those were the songs that, you know, when I first listened to the album, stuck with me. Um, And still, You Are In Love is... Oh, that one's so good. So good. So Mm -hmm. good. So what about you, Paige? What is your 1989 story and your um, first listen song? Yeah. So I graduated seminary in 2015. Okay. So I finished and then you started. We didn't Mm -hmm. go to the same school, but, you know, that kind of timing. And so I was in my very first appointment, Mm -hmm. just getting started serving two churches, um, had started our process and was asked to wait a year, Mm -hmm. um, which is hard to hear. Yes. Emotional, um, difficult. And when this album came out, I was working full time. Mm -hmm. I, what I remember most about 1989 coming out was my cousin who's nine years younger than me being super excited about it. Right. I think I said early that I went through a phase where I was like, oh, I'm too mature for Taylor Swift, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still knew the songs that yeah. had come out. And the one, as I re-listened to it, I was like, oh, it's got to be Shake It Off. It's such a good song. Right? Well, and given what I was doing and dealing with, mm-hmm. this sense of, uh, for me, it's particularly uh, lines 10 through 12. Can't stop. Won't stop moving. It's like I've got this music in my mind saying it's going to be all right. Mm. I needed that, right? And mm-hmm. I was in a church for the first time, and we're not going to go into all of the, the challenges church, that are yeah. ministry, but yes. sometimes people in a church are broken, mm-hmm. right? Lots yeah. of times people in churches are broken, mm-hmm. and hurt people hurt people. Yes. And yeah. so I was dealing with some folks who were really, really hurting, and I had to help them move through a decision they were unhappy with. Mm-hmm. And they said a lot of awful things to me. Yeah. Um, and so that having that reminder, like, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. And and music being a part of that. Uh-huh. And just shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. And I mean, the other was with that song is a really good friend of mine, the pastor who called, helped me see my call into mm-hmm. ministry. Uh, her kids were starting to listen to it. So they liked this one. Yeah. And they would dance to it. And and now they're old enough that they went to the tour and the movie. And <sighs> they yeah, did. they got tour tickets. But yeah. 
they won the lottery. No one's jealous here. We don't we don't do jealousy, right? No, no, not at all. But you know, this this album, you can really hear her mm-hmm. moving through a lot of things. Yes, right? Yeah, like, there's a lot of stories on here. And I as we told you last week, we listen, at least I do, and I think mm-hmm. Paige does as well. Sort of listen to this album exclusively from like Wednesday to Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My Apple Music wrap up at the end of the year is going to be very interesting. Right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But this album just, there's so much to it. Like you don't really have a lot of slow ballads. Mm-hmm. I think maybe You Are in Love is maybe one of the few ones. Right. Maybe This Love is a little bit. A little bit but it's still, there's still a groove to it. Right. And there's a lot of danceable tracks on this. And she sort of pokes fun at herself that she knows she's not a dancer. Right. Which Shake It Off video does that. Yes. And even some of the lines in Shake It Off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that sort of shows, you know, so much about who she is, but I think it also shows who Jesus is. Right. Well, but then we have to talk about what is actually my favorite song on the album okay. my life verses don't come from it what but my favorite song on the album hands down yes. is blank space <gasps> yes blank space is so good it's so good i remember when it came out mm-hmm. and people were talking about the video yes and she just plays right into it right mm-hmm. and i talk to my ex-lovers they'll tell you i'm insane right like, yeah it the power in that satire in that yes. humor yes and she's even said that blank space she took all the things people were saying about how she is mm-hmm. a serial dater she does all of these things and she's like i'm gonna put it in a song so my feelings can get out of it because then maybe i won't hurt as much right yeah and like that i think that's in part of the prologue it just when i read that i was like oh right yeah she can't as she says casually date Right. Because heaven forbid she's seen with a guy that just happens to be a friend. Jack Antonoff. She's immediately dating them. Right. She's immediately sleeping with them. And it's that's when the girl cult, girl gang, girl squad mm-hmm. came about. And she's like, well, maybe if I just hang out with girls all the time, they will not talk about my love life. Womp, womp. As we know, they then dissected the girl group and right. the people that she hung out with still. But this is that era that was known as all of the women that she hung out with right the women that she stacked herself with right not just musicians no but actors and activists and models and just Mm -hmm. everyone right it was sort of like you wanted to be a part of that group oh right i mean you see that we see them in bad blood but the Mm -hmm. real gift for me of blank space yes is the humor yes that she is so clearly taking something Mm -hmm. that hurt her yeah and trying to add some levity to it use humor to Mm -hmm. kind of be like nope you're not hurting me yeah and for me that is an underrated quality of jesus yes right oh yeah we don't talk enough about how funny jesus likely was Mm -hmm. and there's lots of examples but one of the most uh my favorite example is um palm sunday now we think about Palm Sunday as very serious, and yes, it's very serious. Uh-huh. But when Jesus comes into the city mm-hmm. on a young donkey, donkey. Now Jesus, I 
I was in Rome once and there's a pillar that suggests how tall Jesus was. And it was like maybe five, 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 six. Oh, so a little not, taller than both of us. Yes. But not hugely tall, right? No, not no. as tall as Tay. No, of course, right? Not at all. And I, when I realized that, I thought about Jesus on a young donkey. Pause with that image, friends. Right? His legs would be hanging off. Yes. He wouldn't actually be able to ride it. Think of if you tried to get on a big dog, right? Like, yeah. It is. And he was doing something satirical. He mm-hmm. was mocking the parade of, I believe, Pilate. Yes, that was coming in. in from the other, one of the other gates. Yeah. Yeah. And so that use of satire is mm-hmm. underrated. Yeah. And it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But, you know, we don't. Yeah. We yeah. don't care about that. Yeah. But just such a wonderful way for Jesus to be like, it doesn't have to be this serious. Right. It can be fun. Right. Your faith can be fun. Right. I mean, I said that in our first episode. If it's not bringing you joy. This. This is faith fun. Right. <laughs> well, and even though the humor can be a teaching thing, the mm-hmm. other one that people come back to a lot is um, like a camel through the eye of a needle. Yeah. Freaking ridiculous. Yeah. And we try to go, oh, maybe it was a gate that the camels could only go through if they bent down, blah, blah. I was like, it's hyperbole. Jesus is being funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we have colleagues, probably not in our age group, but who are Mm -hmm. older, who just humor. No, we don't do humor. Yeah. Laugh in our. Mm -hmm. If I get through a sermon with nobody laughing, I failed. Yes. Yeah. I will take a. It's still a laugh. Right, right. There was some noise that happened. Right? Yeah. But Jesus uses humor and satire Mm -hmm. as a way to communicate, as a way to tell the story of God's love for God's people. Because we use all of our emotions when we love God. Right. Mm -hmm. We're given permission to use all of our emotions, not just the happy, shiny ones, because Lord knows we're not always happy and shiny. Even the bad blood ones, right? Yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's, there's power... Too in that particular song mm-hmm. where she is, mm, she's not happy, happy right? She's not happy. And have you ever been hurt by someone like that, right? Yes. And I'm sure that you have our friendly listeners. But yes. There's been situations where you're like, mm, I need some bad blood, mm-hmm. and maybe the Kendrick Lamar version. Yes, yes. You forgive, you forget, but, but you, you never, never let, let it go. go. Is I kept thinking about that. And you mm-hmm. told me that was running through your head recently with the scripture. Yeah. Which one was that? Um, I don't remember the scripture exactly, but it was definitely about a couple of weeks ago, there was the scripture on forgiveness mm-hmm. and how Jesus teaches us how to forgive. Um, Where you go to the person first and then you bring someone along with you. That one? From, no, okay. not that one. It was a Matthew. Okay. Because um, We'll find it. We'll, we'll find put it, it in we'll the put show notes. <laughs> But it talks about forgiveness and the line that kept going was from the Kendrick Lamar version of bad blood, which was you forgive, you forget, but you never let it go. And I was like, oh, but you need to let it go. Right. So like I didn't use it as an illustration, but I just let it play in my head the whole entire time. And maybe as I was preaching, I was thinking it every once in a while as well. You know, especially during those pauses when I was waiting for a reaction. Right. So one of the hardest things that we deal with, I think, as pastors or that Mm -hmm. I've dealt with is when we talk about forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness is so powerful Mm -hmm. and it is so loaded. Yeah. Right. 
that we're Jesus tells us to forgive seven times that was that's seven, seven times seven, seven. Mm-hmm. um and his disciples are even like excuse me how much yeah right like, I didn't realize I had to do math to be able to follow you right first of all no thank you right yeah I've got people in my life to do math for me that's uh, what I pay people for right yeah you could pay people for things hi Taylor Accounts. Anyway, thank right? you. Right? <laughs> but the, uh, like, we get told, forgive, 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 mm-hmm. right? And we forget to add the never let it go. Mm-hmm. You let it go, give it to God, mm-hmm. all of that. But when somebody hurts you in certain ways, mm-hmm. you do not have to let them back in your life. Correct. Right? Um, it's not even only abuse yeah it's anything Mm -hmm. they've wronged you they spoke badly about you they did something to you you can let them go right and it's your judgment right there Mm -hmm. might be people that you say no i'm not gonna let them Uh i'm gonna work we're gonna work through this we're gonna figure out how we proceed i I read about couples all the time who stay married after an affair Uh uh-huh some people can't do that right Mm -hmm. But this image of forgiveness as just letting people walk all over you, mm-hmm. it needs to be done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In Bad Blood, she says, um, well, there's the forgive, forget, never let it go. Thank you, Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Um, but we can't heal this. Yeah. Band-aids don't fix bullet holes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what power there is in mm-hmm. that image and and a strong reminder of what forgiveness means, what mm-hmm. God and Jesus expect of us in forgiveness, yeah. right? And also, I think it shows how our words matter, mm-hmm. you know, because for me, from surmising from social media and all the things that come out about Taylor, you know, someone probably wronged her by saying something mm-hmm. or sharing information. Those are words. I know we've had people that have said things about us that are not true or were hurtful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've never, you know, experienced some of the things that she's been through, but, or that Jesus has. And, but it's still, it's, how do you forgive? Where do you find that forgiveness? Mm -hmm. And is it easier to find forgiveness in yourself than the other person? Right. Yeah. So, and that's how you let it go is you just step away Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm never going to be able to have a relationship with that person again. So I'm just going to forget it. But I'm not going to continue to harm them back, right? Yes. yes. My congregation just did a study of the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's, you know, a line in there, forgive us our sins as we forgive those, or forgive us our trespasses uh-huh. as we forgive those who trespass, trespass against, against us. us. Yes. And the writer of the study said something really powerful that forgiveness is giving up letting go of the uh your right to retribution Mm. so taylor writes this song about someone Mm -hmm. or someone's or someone's we don't actually know who it is no and i don't think she's ever said no rumors yeah people have surmised who it might be about but at least one of those people, they've appeared together in things uh-huh. to be like, nope, not us. Yeah. Or we have forgiven each other. Right. We we realize this one could be forgiven. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and so when we let go of that opportunity for retribution, mm-hmm. that's the power. That's what we're called to do and yeah. called to be. 
and not to forgive and then let people walk all over us, mm -hmm. but to say, you hurt me. I'm mm -hmm. not going to hurt you back, but I'm not going to let you hurt me again. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. It was really powerful. There's a really, another song in here that's some really powerful imagery, yes, right? That I think we both found a lot of different things in. Um, and that's Clean. Oh. Clean is such a beautiful song. That'd probably be another one of our slow, right. not necessarily a ballad, but a slow mm -hmm. song. Um, and one of the first images I just thought of when I thought of Clean was the woman that touched Jesus's cloak. Jesus is in a crowd, mm -hmm. as he often was, right? Walking to his next place, and this woman just needed to be healed. Yes, and she just reaches out and touches his cloak, and he immediately knows something happened. Right, right. He knows not necessarily some of his power was gone, but just something had changed. Mm -hmm. And this woman just. That was it. Just a simple touch. Right. And even less than that. I mean, yeah, it's it was like just, picking just up a, my sweater, right? Just like, a hem of his cloak. And I don't know if you remember at Magdala, which is this beautiful place in Israel. Mm -hmm. There's a chapel there. Yes. And oh. there's a beautiful image of, oh, I'm getting goosebumps, of this image of this interaction. Mm -hmm. And all you see is a woman's hand reaching out for his cloak amongst all of these feet. And the fact that she lowered herself mm -hmm. to just just a glimpse. Just a little bit. Because she didn't want to bother him. She mm -hmm. didn't want to, you know, be seen. Mm -hmm. But little did she know, as soon as she just touched, she would finally be seen. And she had been bleeding yes. for 12 years. Yes. And ladies, please. Yeah. Just 12 yeah. years, right? Yeah. And I recently preached this text, actually. Mm. And Jesus' response to her is, woman, your faith has, you are clean. Mm -hmm. He uses the word clean. Mm. And there are other healing stories where Jesus uh -huh. uses that language of clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there is power in that for the people of that day. Yeah in a way that we don't even understand, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Bleeding for 12 years, this woman would have been ritually, religiously, spiritually unclean. And exiled. And exiled, right? No access to her loved ones, her children, her mm -hmm. spouse, her family. Nothing. Because she'd have to be out. Women were sent away for a week, once a month, mm -hmm. because they were not clean. Yeah. So 12 years not being with the people that care about you. Mm -hmm. And if you walk past them, they can't talk to you. Right. You're non-existent. Right. And this culture, it's a um, person, I don't mean to get this wrong, so I'm not going to go there, but the culture at the time mm -hmm. was so, it was so important that you be ritually pure. Yeah. You had to take a, a certain kind of bath. I remember seeing one at Magdalene. Yes. Yes. Before you could enter the temple, if you'd been unclean. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, the best, here's my best corollary. Mm -hmm. When after the world came back to life with COVID, mm -hmm. sometimes you had to take a COVID test to go certain places. Yes. Yeah. So that's our closest equivalency. Uh -huh. But imagine it's a whole bath. Yeah. Or think of um, our healthcare workers during mm -hmm. that time that as soon as they walked into their house or in their garage, they immediately took off everything right. that they had been exposed to and would put on new clothes 
and those clothes would then be put somewhere else and immediately and not mixed with anything else because they weren't clean right and that's probably another way of thinking of it nowadays Mm -hmm. within the last three years of just how much we didn't know right and just back then they didn't know either right you know so well you're different so you're you must be unclean right yeah and it's i mean and the way that she tells the story now this story Mm -hmm. we just looked this up today yeah because i expected this to be track five yes it is not it is not track five but it's so deeply emotional Mm -hmm. well it turns out she wrote it when she was in the same city as an ex she would Mm -hmm. be there for two weeks and had not thought about running into him Mm -hmm. now i know that feeling yeah as united methodists we're Um, moved around all the time all the time we don't get to necessarily choose exactly where we're going Uh um for several years i was afraid that i would get moved to where my ex-husband was Mm. and when i realized i wasn't afraid of that anymore yeah there was again that sense of i'm i'm clean of Mm -hmm. this of of the way that he has affected me Mm -hmm. um and so that imagery is really powerful yeah for this one yeah and i also thought of clean in a different way because i thought of some of the lyrics of the rain washing over Mm. us um one of my friends in seminary um when the whole covid pandemic started and we were washing our hands all the time brought a beautiful image on facebook and just said every time i wash my hands i'm reminded of god i'm reminded of my baptism Mm. every time it rains outside i'm reminded of my baptism every time i cry Mm. i'm reminded of my baptism every time i use water i'm reminded of my baptism because of the waters that make us clean right now you all know clean in a different way than this clean that we right. just talked about the woman that was touched um but the way that that is like a rebirth yeah what yes. maybe that instead instead of clean it's a rebirth it's a start of a new life right. you know and when i was listening to it this weekend as i was driving up and down 71 <laughs> um that was the image that I was thinking of. I was thinking of, I used to travel a lot when I was, you know, Mm -hmm. younger, I was able to travel a lot because of the work I was doing Mm -hmm. with my church. I got to go to Africa. Right. And I reaffirmed my faith in the falls of Victoria Falls with the mist coming around. So I, that whole, this whole weekend, I thought of that image Mm -hmm. of, it was two years after my dad had died this should have been the song I picked for re-release, but that will do something else. It's fine. It's great. But that just image kept coming to my Mm -hmm. mind. And then again, of the woman that just wanted simply to be seen again and just touched Jesus. Right. Right. You know, and people often picture Jesus there as angry with her. Yeah. And as I read it, like I said, I preached it several weeks ago. Mm -hmm. As I reread it, I thought, no, Mm -hmm. he wants to a relationship. Yeah. He wants to know who has been made clean mm-hmm. through his power. Not like, yeah. how dare you steal my power? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not a bad blood moment. No. No, it's, it's, a, a, it's clean. Yeah, I want to know you. Mm-hmm. I want to see you. I see you. And as we've talked about in several weeks, Jesus has those moments with different people where he's like, I see you. Right. I see who you are. 
I see you for more than what society has pushed on you. Right. Who society has called you mm -hmm. because you are beloved. Right. You are a child of God. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, those are the moments where it's just like, <sighs> right. Okay. Right. Let me dig deeper into Taylor Swift and Jesus. Well, you know, and, you know, clean as we're talking about it, I find myself thinking mm -hmm. for me, the central story of the gospel mm -hmm. is that and of Jesus work in our lives and in our mm -hmm. world is that new life happens. Mm -hmm. There is rebirth. Yes. We'll get to the story about where Jesus says those words later mm -hmm. on. That's yeah. got that with a different album. But yeah. the idea that we can restart, you know, she said in the prologue on this one, mm -hmm. I was born in 1989 and I was had a rebirth in 2014. And then I had another rebirth in 2023 as I reclaimed part of my life with this. Right. So she's having her rebirth moments with this album as well. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness for those lyrics, those things in the liner notes, because can we tell you how hard it was to find direct images of God and faith right. in 1989? But as I was telling Paige earlier, and I'm like, but isn't our faith sometimes like that? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't it sometimes so hard for us to see even though we know it's there? Right. But sometimes we don't have the words or the images for what it is. So we have to go mm -hmm. and literally look and see when she says words. Well, and I mean, as it as it turns out, right, none of the original songs mm -hmm. have overt references to God. There yeah. is Wildest Dreams talks or no, it's now yeah. that we nope, that's a new one, right? Yeah. Wildest Dreams makes a reference to heaven. Uh-huh. Which that's a sometimes people talk about, you know, yes. God as heaven. And the same with style, good girl faith happens to be the title of this episode. Yes. Um, but a lot of them are from the vault tracks. Right. Um, but one that I and sort of we've talked about this episode and in previous episodes is love mm -hmm. is in all the ways we're supposed to love it's the greatest commandment as jesus says love god mm -hmm. as your whole self your mind body and soul your neighbor as yourself to me as i was listening to this love i was thinking of all the different ways that in this love she talks about mm -hmm. all the ways you love someone you love them through the bad times the good times the in-between times mm -hmm. like like that's how we're supposed to love we're yeah, supposed to love that. in all those moments so not in a direct, you had right. to search for it, but as and I was driving down 71, I was like, oh, this is how God loves us because they love us through everything. Right. No matter what we're experiencing, God is still going to love us. Mm -hmm. We found our Jesus is a boyfriend. Jesus is my boyfriend song again. I think <laughs> I'm going to find it every album because I think I'm the one that's found it every album i mean but you're right yeah. any image of love of human love mm -hmm. any positive image of yes. human love yes. echoes god yes right yes the, the images of i'm i'm no longer in love with you mm -hmm. god's love doesn't run out no ever exactly exactly so, yeah so yeah it's it but one of the things is i've thought about especially since we got the re-release, you know, mm -hmm. we both listened to the stolen version before this came yes. out on Friday. Yes. Yes. Um, and the way she sounds so different. Yes. Her voice. Now the quality of the tracks is better. The audio mm -hmm. quality is improved. Yeah. Which is just technology. Yeah. It's been nine years. Right. So imagine how debut is going to sound. Oh, I can't wait. 
but her we've talked about this before her voice has matured mm -hmm. and even to hear her sing there was one that you were like oh was it well this love no you're, you are in love you are in love yeah mm -hmm. yeah to hear that one out of 33 year old taylor mm -hmm. taylor who depending on when she recorded this mm -hmm. was in a relationship right or just out of one or just out of one forever. yeah or she had those Ooh, could this be Mm -hmm. You know, how people feel at the beginning of a relationship, like, ooh, could this be, right. you know? Or she's just had more experience right. to stem mm -hmm. from this. But you definitely heard that on the different tracks of just how it changed, how lyrics sounded different. Right. How you finally heard the lyrics that she had written. Starbucks Lovers is now really ex-lovers. I As never, it was always meant to be. I never heard Starbucks lovers. I always heard it correctly. I heard I heard it correctly until someone said Starbucks lovers, and then I heard Starbucks lovers. It's sort of like the Yanni Laurel thing from a couple years ago. Okay. Like, what can you hear? Can you hear the Yanni or can you hear the Laurel? Right. Is the dress blue or black? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and that is, you know, the the way that she matures. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a part of why this isn't why this is a project we wanted to do. Yeah. Because we are watching her mature. Mm -hmm. We've watched her mature. Yeah. And struggle and grow. And our faith does that. Mm -hmm. Right. So there it are parts of our life that maybe faith isn't as important. Those aren't the images mm -hmm. we're turning to. They're not the the references we're making anymore. Yeah. And I think based on some other things, I think at this point in her life, she was still trying to figure that out yeah i mean early to mid 20s you're mm -hmm. i'm 38 and i'm still trying to figure myself out but well i, I didn't go to church when i was that age at all neither did i except for christmas and easter right yeah i notoriously found the church in my town i went to college and once that's funny when you were in oh you didn't go to seminary in the same no, place now no i did not <laughs> that's funny well we have to talk a little bit about the vault tracks yes the vault tracks are so good so good so good slut wasn't what any of us expected it to be no nor now that we don't talk this either <laughs> right because i think i thought slut was gonna be the power anthem the one we were gonna be screaming and and instead we're contemplating our lives right <laughs> and the names we've called maybe people before yeah whereas now that we don't talk i also thought was gonna be like the sad like oh we don't talk anymore but now it's now that we don't talk it's yes. like the rhythm it's, yeah yes so good so it's good so good but the one that really is you know hard to listen to mm -hmm. is is it over <sighs> so good it is so good and she admits to feeling something yes that i think lots of people have felt mm -hmm. and never acted on yes and Lord, I think about jumping off a very tall something. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Powerful lyric. Mm -hmm. Powerful. And, you know, I thought of times of where I'm just like, just someone look at me. Mm -hmm. Someone pay attention. I'm not as shiny and happy as I'm making myself out to be. Right. There's hurt going on. Mm -hmm. Just look at me. Right. Never let me jump off something but just right. the look at me i am not as shiny and happy right 
do something. See me. See me. And and come running to me when I need you, right? Uh-huh. Like, Lord, because yeah. it's that's the line. I think about jumping off a very tall something so that you'll come running. Yes. Yeah. And if you're fe- also, we have to say it. If yes. you're feeling that way, reach yes. out. If yeah. you've got a progressive Christian pastor in town, that's a great person to reach out yes. to. But there are, um, you know, the suicide prevention hotline, all yes. of that. We'll put that in our um, notes as well. So right. you have that information. Yeah. And, you know, the truth is people can have a thought, a feeling, put it into mm-hmm. writing and never act on it. Correct. So having that thought or feeling is normal. Maybe yes. a therapist is a good idea. Yeah. Um, or songwriting. Yes. Sometimes that works. Or Jesus. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Um, but it's it was a little hard to hear her uh-huh. have that feeling that I've had. Mm-hmm. And other ways she's done yes. that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think as we were talking about it and how we were both like, ooh, do we touch this? Mm-hmm. But we were both like, we have to. Right. As pastors, it is our responsibility to talk about the hard things. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we then were both like, this is Jesus in the garden. It is. It is. This is one of my favorite stories yes. in scripture. We're going to talk about it, I think, pretty much probably the next four albums because we find different parts, mm-hmm. as Paige called it, the farewell discourse. We find different parts of that in right. each one of the next four albums. Right. Um, five. We're only on the fifth album. Right. But we find it there. And the line I hear is Jesus going, God, just take this from me. Yes. Take this from me. He knows he's going to have to do this. He knows he's going to have to be Mm -hmm. crucified. He knows he has to die. But still, in that moment, he was so human that, Lord, just take this from me. Right. I don't want to. Take this cup. Mm -hmm. I think is the... If that's, yeah. Sorry to say, I think that's the lyric. I think that's the lyric. I think that's the verse, is take this cup. Right. And we know that he is sweating so much. He is sweating blood. Mm-hmm. Like that is how much pain and grief right. he is in over what he has to do. Right. That I can almost hear him saying, Lord, I'm thinking about jumping. Right. Right. Just someone pay attention. Can you wake up any of my disciples around right. me so they can see how much I'm struggling right, right. now? And that we have to do hard things. Mm-hmm. We go through breakups. Those are hard. Yeah. Right? Jesus did the hardest thing of all so yeah. that we might know how much God loves us. Yeah. And I remember being a teenager and having that sense of, I want to jump off a very tall something, mm-hmm. right? And it was that story of Jesus in the garden mm. struggling that gave me hope. That God mm-hmm. would love me through it. Yeah. And love me through anything. Yeah. And that's so powerful. Yeah. Uh, for all of us, right? Like yes. that love of God mm-hmm. is, I don't know, it's part of why I do it, right? Like God yeah. loves us so, so much. Yes. And I think we often want to hear it. I was this weekend, I was, um, did a girls' weekend with one of my best friends. And one night we did yoga, yoga, which is yoga worship. Uh-huh. And the pastor that was leading it goes to us, remember you're a beloved child of God, mm. that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. I'm often the one saying it, that I'm often telling my parishioners this, to then have someone say it to me, yep, it oh. just hit me and I started crying and just realized, oh, I didn't know how much I needed to hear that. Right. Like, I know it. 
I know it deep down inside me, but to have someone just say it as naturally as mm -hmm. I say it to my people. Right. It was, oh, I'm seen. Right. I am seen for all of the parts of me. Well, and that, you know, to bring it back to 1989, yes. right? That I think is part of how she felt with this album, mm -hmm. right? I've seen headlines that says the re-release of the album that made us all Swifties, yeah. right? She embraced being someone different mm -hmm. and we all still loved her for it. Yeah. And she said, you know, you've been on every iteration of who I mm -hmm. am. I did this for you as much as for me. Right. Yeah. You know, we've waited long enough, I think is what she says. <sighs> and we're finally, I think it's like, we're still in the deepest, darkest woods. Mm -hmm but we're together. Right. You know, as we know, life isn't always going to be shiny. Right. Yeah. But it's going to be dark and it's going to mm -hmm. be deep, but we're in this together. Right. You know, so we're in it together with you. You're in together with us. Exactly. We're in it together. And what a journey. And I, you know, we're halfway through, right? Yeah. Fifth album. Yes. And we have your, we mentioned this earlier, we have your life verse, but yes. do you have a new verse from your re-listen? I do. And I was sort of expecting it was going to be one of the original tracks. Okay. It's not. It's from a vault. All I right. think this is my first time I've picked a vault okay, that we've right. had it. And it's now that we don't talk. I swore this was going to be the song that was just going to make me cry. And it was going to be, oh, we don't talk anymore. And instead it's, huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I actually have two sets of lyrics. The first one is verse six or line six. Guess maybe I'm better off now that we don't talk. Um, I think we can all say that we have friendships. I think of this more as a friendship mm -hmm. um, instead of maybe a romantic relationship. Right. There are friends that we've grown out of. Right. That it's, mm -hmm. we are now better off that we're not talking. Right. That friendship served a purpose mm -hmm. during its time. Right. But I wouldn't be where I am if we still talked. Yes. Yep which is then goes to lines 15 through 17. I called my mom. She said that it was for the best. Remind myself the more I gave, you'd want me less. Wow. And the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, Taylor, you did it again. Right? Because I know I've had those conversations with my mom mm -hmm. of, I keep doing this. Why aren't they giving me anything back? Why aren't they answering my messages? Right. Why am I not? And it's like, because you're giving too much. Right. You're giving too much of yourself and they're giving you nothing. Else. Right. Right. And it's like, oh. Right. So do they really deserve what you're giving them? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it was definitely one of those songs, as most of hers do, that made me think. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Mine was a little, um, I found one. Yeah. And then I shifted. I mean, the you first did. listen. I'll, I'll both but the very yeah. first time I re-listened to it so leaving here leaving uh, we were at my place last yeah. week but right when after we um were done I was listening to first track welcome mm -hmm. to New York yeah and the bridge oh the bridge yes gotta love a good bridge thanks mm -hmm. Tay yeah. um like any great love it keeps you guessing mm. like any real love it's ever changing and this for me actually is about God, mm. right? Like I, I don't believe that God is stagnant. Yeah, I believe that God, uh, and certainly my understanding of an experience of God grows mm -hmm. and changes with time. Yeah. Um. And so that image was so powerful to me. Mm -hmm. But then I came back and I went to your favorite track, 
from this album, which You're is welcome. You Are In Love. Yeah. And I shared in earlier. you are in love. Oh, stop it. I shared earlier that I had been divorced and how healing this was. Mm-hmm. As I re-listened, I'm in a, a relative, I don't know, new-ish relationship. Yeah. Um, and there was a line in it just made me think of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, he keeps his word. And for once, you let go of your fears and your ghosts. One step, but not much. But it said enough. You kiss on sidewalks. You fight and you talk. Mm. One of the things that makes this relationship different uh-huh. is that yeah, when we have disagreements, we talk about it. Yeah. And even I warned him that I'd be mentioning him on the podcast uh-huh. this week because um, we want to talk about that stuff. Yeah. I, I want him to be prepared to date a pastor is hard, mm-hmm. right? And can be weird. Yeah. Get it? Uh, I think I don't really get it because I'm yeah. not, I'm on the yeah. other side. But yeah. um, I just, the, that image of, healthy love mm-hmm. is so powerful because yeah. so often love songs are all the good things all the good things not the fact that we work through the bad things mm-hmm. they're shiny but love sure it has shiny moments yeah but yeah. it also has the everyday moments of you know mm-hmm. we have a fight and we talk about it yes so yeah. um Track five. Track five. Track five is weird on this album. And she's even sort of admitted that track five does not follow the emotional, tear-jerking, vulnerable song on the album. Right. Because track five, I think even when I first listened to it, I was like, huh, that's an interesting choice. Right. And even when you had said earlier that you're like, I thought it would be a different song. Right. I thought it would be clean. I thought it would be style. I not... all you had to do was stay. Right. And I, as we were talking about it earlier, I was like, yeah, she's saying you just need to stay. She's setting the bar real low. You just need to stay. Like, oh, how often do Which we do that? Which is funny because as I was thinking about it, from Red, she has a song that stays, stays, stays. Stay. Mm-hmm. Clearly that person did not stay. Right, right. So it's literally, you just had to stay and we had to talk about it and fight through it and just deal with the emotion. And do the work. Yes. And so, to us, track five for this album was sort of a, okay, it's another story, but mm-hmm. it doesn't progress, this, it progresses the story along, but not in the way that All Too Well or mm-hmm. the um, Back to December. Right, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. But all the other ones on the first four albums. Mm-hmm. So, our opinion on the track five story is The Woman Who Touches Jesus. Yes. Yeah. That it is an important part of the story, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really move things along. Right. And he's, because he's literally moving, uh-huh. right? He's yeah. on his way to heal someone's daughter, uh, Darius' daughter, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so it is this small moment, mm-hmm. and it's still powerful, right? Yes. The song is still powerful. It is. It's not yeah. the level that, that we've, we've come to expect. Or that we know we'll be getting future. Oh, and where do we go from here? We go to Reputation. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, like we said earlier, this is going to be the Reputation album that was her last one right. under her last contract. Right. Um, in two weeks, we'll get to do her first one that she's owned, which will be so excited for yeah. Lover. Um, but Reputation is next. So we strongly encourage you jumping on your Netflix account and watching the Reputation Tour. We're going to be doing that as soon as this is over. Right, um, I'm so excited. To sort of get us kick-started for next week. So join us next week for Reputation. And as always, check out our posts on Sunday for the Mm -hmm. Sunday question. 
what 1989 Jesus story would you add? We just touched on a couple. We have a lot that we didn't do. Right. Um, what is your trackpad Jesus story? We struggled with this one. So what would yeah. you put? And as always, what is your 1989 story? Yeah. We always love hearing from you all mm -hmm. on Sunday. So you can find us on Instagram. That's where we post that. Mm -hmm. We're on Facebook. Our website is pastorswifties.com. Yep. And there you can find our show notes, including some of the stories that we didn't share today. Yeah. Because there was just so much. There were. Here. And you can find us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. Spotify, Amazon, Apple. Google Play, um, iTunes, wherever you're finding them. Yes. We're there. And you can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. And you can leave us a review. Yes. Or comment. Do. We yeah. would love to hear more from you. Yeah. Um, how you're what you're learning, mm -hmm. um, what yeah. you feel about yeah, the new if album. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach mm -hmm. out to us in our DMs. We would love to have more conversations about any of this. Absolutely. So as always, thank you for listening and learning more about Taylor and Jesus with us as we go on this journey yeah. and as always we'll send you out with our ps okay right. so let us pray god we are so thankful for the ways that you love us both when we are clean and when we are filled with bad blood mm. guide us watch over us so that we might know your love above and beyond that you can help our wildest dreams come true and that we know that you are with us in all that we do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So go out and take this love out into this world. Let it welcome you and help you achieve your wildest dreams. Until next time. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>